From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663, or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. This is part four in our series, Navigate the Pandemic Together. Today, we're talking about the work dynamics you face at this time. And there's a quote from Bill Richardson that says, we cannot accomplish all that we need to without working together. Mm -hmm. And as we talk about all the different work dynamics that couples are facing, I think there has never been a time in history where that statement has not been more true. That's right. That's what we're going to be talking about. But as you know, those of you that have been around for a while, and if this is your first One Extraordinary Marriage show, we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And a hug is someone else's story of breakthrough, someone who got plugged in and, and resourced themselves and said, you know what, I'm going to have an extraordinary marriage. And this hug comes from a message we received that said, your story resonated so much with my husband. It changed his mind about outside help to mend our marriage. If he didn't find one extraordinary marriage, we mostly would have separated. Mm. Tony sharing his story helped my husband more than words. And I am so thankful. Mm. And Elisa, your frankness with compassion is refreshing. I listen to the podcast at least three to four times a week. Love you guys. Mm. Wow. What breakthrough. What what an awesome story, and we just so appreciate that. And and for those of you who, even as we go through this pandemic together, you have a story of hope. You have a story of encouragement. You have a story that needs to be heard by others. Please send us your hugs. Go to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com, or I should say email us at hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com, and put it down. It doesn't need to be long. It could be three sentences of what has happened share, encourage your fellow one family. They need you to hear that. So do that guys. Email hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. We'd love to hear from you. And, you know, as Tony said at the top of the show, we are continuing this series of navigating the pandemic together. And we've talked through, you know, what the new normal looks like in this season. And over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about how both introverts and extroverts are handling mm -hmm. that and what you can do for your spouse that might be one or the other to really help them go through this season to, and to emerge on the other side of it stronger than ever. And today we're talking about the work dynamic and mm -hmm. how that's influencing couples and, and what that looks like. Because from a work standpoint, what's been going on, not just in the United States, but around the globe, and we know we have listeners all over, all over the world, there, there's been this huge shift. I mean, economies have been shut down. People have been furloughed. You've got people as classified as essential workers. There's all of these different things. We've never been in a time and place where this has ever been experienced. It's absolutely, Tony's shaking it's his head. absolutely, He's like, it's, it's absolutely wild. It, to me, this is absolutely wild to be living through and to know that many of us are having to try to figure out this work dynamic mm -hmm. on honestly in a, in a moment's notice. It wasn't something that we got to go, oh, okay, I, I think I'm going to move into working at home. I'm going to talk to my boss about doing that because I want to spend more time with my family because I have a younger family and they're growing and I want to be around them or, you know, we want, we need to move away. So I need to do some distance working so that way I can be closer to family or no, on a dime, we, we all had to change and it's caused some 
you know, frustration, mm-hmm. worry, anxiety about how we deal with this work dynamic in our homes. Absolutely. Because there are so many different combinations and, and, as we're going through the show, we're really going to try and, you know, strategize for all of you. But we know that there are situations where you both are working out of the home. Maybe you're an essential worker, maybe you're in an essential industry. And so you both are leaving the home every day, or one of you is working from home and the other one is, you know, one of you has to leave and one of you is staying home. Mm -hmm. You've got situations where you both are at home. You've got situations where somebody has been furloughed. You, You know, we've got all of these different, you know, circumstances that we're still trying to provide for our families. We're still trying to do stuff. And oh, by the way, you know, those of you that have children, which we know just from the Instagram uh, poll that we did this past week, 51% of you are juggling the work life situation while also juggling, you know, becoming homeschool parents in Mm -hmm. whatever form that looks like. So there's a lot going on here. And it's like Tony said, it happened on a dime. Some of you, you know, in country or in countries, in states that you know shut down a little bit later, you could kind of see this was coming, and you, you know, maybe you saw it on your social media feeds or your news feeds. In other states that shut down really fast, I mean, literally, it was it, for us here in California on March 13th, we got the notice that our kids were going to be going to online distance learning and would not be going to school back on that would have been March 16th. Mm-hmm. Bam. Here you go, parents. Kids are coming home and you're educating them. And oh, by the way, yes, you know, because we work out of our home, we could still be working. But now all of a sudden we've got two teenagers and and what that looks like. And we know from you guys, we know that 65% of you still have someone who is leaving the home every day to go to work. Mm-hmm. That's significant. Yeah. You're stepping out into, you know, uncertainty and, and just having to deal with, you know, germs and masks and social distancing and all of that kind of stuff. 50. Depending on where you guys stand on that on that line, people are wearing masks. Whether you are or not, that's what you're seeing out there. Mm-hmm. You, you can't go anywhere without seeing somebody, even in their car, wearing a mask. Fifty-six um, percent of you of the marriages have at least one person working from home, and forty-four percent of you have okay. both of you working from home. The one thing we don't have here, and, and maybe it's the fifty-six percent, but it'd be interesting to see who were the stay-at-home parent. I didn't ask that question. Yeah. But But just, it's an, it's an interesting one because when you think about that stay at home parent, Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're already at home. You have your household routines, you're doing your thing. And now if your spouse has to work from home, then what does that look like? Oh yeah. Trust me. I've got a lot of coaching clients that are falling into that category. Interesting though, too. Like I called our credit card the other day and it was interesting because the lady I was talking to, I said, hey, um, wh- where are you? Are you in a call center or are you at home? She's like, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm at home. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I go, that, that's interesting because you have vital information. <laughs> you know, you know you're, you're looking at my, my credit cards, my business accounts, my personal accounts. Oh, hello. So she's like, yeah, like there's triple login. And she ended up having her, her husband was the work at home. He, he already had his office there. He had his business there. So he had to remove himself from his office because she had to be in a secured location at all times because of her access and what she had that, what she needed. And so the dynamic, what a blessing she was though. I mean, you couldn't have asked for a sweeter person to talk to during this time. Um, her, her, her enthusiasm, 
her her just her willingness to encourage and be upbeat and you know lo and behold I, I said something to the extent of you know we're still we're still pressing in and we're believing for breakthrough mm-hmm. and she caught it on a dime you could just see it and she's like I'm gonna be praying for you guys I'm like amen let's go sister like let's go but it just the dynamic and I didn't get to go deeper into it like how is her husband dealing with it now yeah because if if you know, you are the one who's been at home, whether you're the stay at home parent or you've been working from home. And now there's just all of these extra people in your world. And that's a real thing. Mm -hmm. Um, for us, like I said, Tony and I do work out of our home. We have two offices here in the house and, and now we've got, you know, two extra people around all the time. And, also drawing on the Wi-Fi, as is every single one of our neighbors. So we've yes. already identified that between like 12 and 2, it's just, it's a challenge. It is a big challenge to do anything online between those hours. <laughs> For some reason, 12 and 2 in our area, in your neck of the woods, it may be completely different. But man, oh man, something that should take like seconds takes honestly minutes. It's just the spinning wheel of death. Yes. I, I pray that no one else is experiencing that and we're just in this little pocket of, you know, an anomaly. But it's also, you know, what's that dynamic when if you are working from home as we are, where you're spending all day. I mean, I've had days where it's been, you know, four, five, six, seven hours of Zoom. Mm-hmm where I'm just like, I, I don't want to see one more person behind a screen. I want to get up and go meet them for coffee. And and so that not having that connection. Because well, that's, that's what how- we talked about last week with extroverts, right? And you're sort of that introvert extrovert where, you, yes, you're like, oh my gosh, I just want a little, I want a little connection. Like, I just want to talk to you instead of going, did Please you, did, just do you hear me? For coffee. Do you, it, it, does everybody hear me? And it's like, oh yes, we're good. Just move on, talk. Well, and and for a lot of people, if you are working from home, which is our scenario, you have that bleed of the workday doesn't ever seem to end. Mm-hmm. Right. Even when we've maybe tradition- before it was like that anyways, I think it was before, but now I think because there's nowhere to go, mm-hmm. right. At least at the end of the day, you're like, Oh, well this kid's got to go to practice or we've got a game or we're meeting up with friends or we're doing this. And so there was just kind of that hard stop. Mm-hmm. And so for a lot of people, and it's not just for us, but there's this bleed into work could be like a 24 hour thing. And we have to, we have to dig into what's going on in marriages in this work dynamic, because if you have children, this is the, probably the first time ever in history where you have been asked to not only be, you know, parents, which you were by virtue of having your children, but at the same time to be an employee or a business owner and also a teacher and babysitter all at the exact same time. And I would say not just at the exact same time, because we've done that for years, but in the four walls. Well, right. But you're literally, and what I say at the exact same time is because you can be doing a Zoom call and you can have your child chirping in your ear because they can't get their homework done. And you're also trying to, you know, put on the smiley face for, you know, your coworkers. Mm -hmm. And so when I say at the same, like literally in the same moment of time, Mm -hmm. having to wear all of those hats yeah. And to navigate like, you know, your sweet credit card lady to navigate, okay, how are my, my spouse and I sharing space or how are we dealing with the fears and the concerns about going out into public? And, you know, a lot of you that are frontline essential workers having to go into work every day, you're worried about what you're bringing home. Mm-hmm. You know, what are those germs? What does that look like? What is the stress and how do you, how do you separate that? And it can feel really overwhelming. And we know from the comments, we know from the emails we've been receiving, we know a lot of you are are feeling challenged by this. It's the whole reason we're doing this very specific episode because usually 
think about it. Usually when you get to spend so much time with your spouse and you're around each other all the time, usually you're on vacation, right? If you've got days upon days upon days with the person that you said I do to, hopefully it involves, you know, warm sandy beaches and like some kind of fruity drink or, you know, a hike in the woods or whatever your vacation is of choice. Now we're spending hours upon hours with our loves and we're in our four, like Tony said, our four walls. There have been days when Elise and I have not left at all, at all. And it's pouring rain outside. And I will say for myself, going stir crazy, Mm -hmm. honestly, stir crazy for like, what is going on? Like, I only can talk to you so much and I'm done talking to you. I love you. And yeah, my goodness, I am, wow. I am done. Like I, I need, Lorenzo truth. I need like to get away and not even think about the work dynamics. And, and, and like Lisa said, it does bleed into, well, what does that look like for our marriage mm-hmm. and for you guys as well? Because those lines have become so blurry it's, are we talking about work stuff? Are we talking about marriage stuff? Are we talking about kids stuff? Are we talking about school stuff? Where, where is that? And you can feel frustrated, alone, stressed out because you want to have sex tonight. And yet you're sort of like, I'm done just talking to you. I I don't even know what to say to that. You don't have to say anything. I'm just saying truthfully, that's that's where my mind is at times. And I think a lot of people have that. Whether you're having to leave the house and come back and you're and it's all the stress that you're bringing back in or you're at the house or you're dealing with, you know, online Zoom meetings not just for you but for your kids and trying to figure out, you know, what they need to be learning in this time. But as we're preparing for this show, I just kept seeing last year's hashtag pop up in front of my eyes. And last year's hashtag for those of you that don't know was what can I do? That was our focus. No, that was two years ago. Last year was in the moment. Oh, thank God he keeps me on track. Yeah. So two years ago, so a lot of you may not have ever heard that hashtag. So mm-hmm. catch up. Two years ago, the hashtag was what can I do? We have a hashtag for every year. This year is dream again. We'll be getting to that. Right now, though, we need to get, especially around this work dynamic, we need to revisit the hashtag from two years ago. What can I do? What can I do to help my spouse in their work situation? What can I do to make whatever the work environment is, whether they're going out to work or we're working, both working from home or one of them is working from home, what can I do to make the work environment the best possible? Can I, can I share something here, though, too? The reason we're, ch- we're turning this into what can I do in this moment is because we don't want victim mentality taking over your life. Mm-hmm. See, because whenever you ask the question of how or when, you know, how, how come I have to do this? How come my spouse isn't doing this? When is my spouse going to, you know, do something else? When are my kids going to do their thing? When, when is my boss going to help me out because I'm working at home? When is this what can I do changes us from a victim mentality to personal accountability. And we can do that in our homes if we so choose, but we have to make the choice that we're not going to be victims all the time. And I'm not saying we're perfect at it. Yes. There have been times when I'm sitting here like why, when, or how do I have, how does, how does what's going on pertain to me? You know, it's like, no, 
Got to get out of that. And maybe you're in that place right now where it's always somebody else's issue. What can I do? Mm -hmm. What can I do? Because you can make a change. Absolutely. You can make a difference in your marriage. Even if the work dynamics are not what they've been Mm -hmm. in the past. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, you know, a few of those, what can I do questions, a few more, what can I do for our kids? What can I do to make the best possible situation for our kids? And and I just want to camp on this for just a quick second. I didn't say, what can I do to make this perfect for our kids? And I didn't say, what can I do to make my kids happy? We're not talking about perfection or happiness here. We're talking about making the best out of the situations that we're in. What can I do to take care of the house? What can I do to help them handle stress? See, nothing about this situation has been easy, but that doesn't mean that together we can't find solutions. So first, take a deep breath. You're doing something that hasn't been done before. So breathing, breathing is key to making this happen. You're writing a new manual for handling a quarantine based on the dynamics in your marriage. None of us have this. We're all writing a manual. And I need to be really clear here. Get out of the comparison trap. Don't be, you know, looking at what people are doing on social media and being like, oh, why can't we be like that? Their dynamic is different than yours. Mm -hmm. So their solutions, or at least whatever they're posting on social media, is going to look different than yours. We have to look at, at your plan. You have to create your plan. And this isn't a forever plan. Right? We're, we're in a situation. We're in a long season. And so these plans, they're fluid. You're, you haven't poured concrete around your feet and said, this is the way it's going to be and it's going to be like this forever. No. No. We're creating a fluid plan that is going to equip the two of you to get through this season. So start with asking the question, what are the needs of our respective jobs? Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe you've been keeping all this information in your head and you're just trying to juggle it, but the two of you actually need to have a conversation. You know, what, what is your job demanding of you? What are they requiring? What are, what are their expectations? Because having that conversation with your spouse to hear, well, you know what, they want me in the office. I've got one couple I'm working with and because they're, they're navigating the whole social distancing thing, the staff has been split up and they're working on opposite days so that this way they can really reduce who's in the office because they still need to have people going into the office. So they're navigating what that looks like. Mm. Who, you know, when does your boss expect you to be on a Zoom call? What, what are the requirements? What are the tech needs, right? What do we, ha- case in point, credit card lady. She needs to be in a secure environment. She's got triple passwords. She's got all this kind of stuff. Her husband got booted out of his office. Mm-hmm. That was definitely, I mean, we have no idea who they are. That was definitely a conversation that the two of them had to have. If you have deadlines coming up, It's not like when you would just go to the office and you're like, yeah, okay, that's got to be due by Friday at noon. Well, now your office is in the living room or in the bedroom or in your, you know, your home office. And that deadline at noon may also conflict with, you know, somebody having to get a math test done on Friday by noon. Here's the thing, folks. When When we're talking about this time, we really need to figure out our emotional intimacy. And this, and this is it. You can't, we have tons of questions you could ask and and I don't know if that's going to help you help you be beneficial to you or be detrimental. I think at the end of the day when we look at our work dynamics and what we're dealing with here is we got to get to a place where we can be open honest and transparent. If you haven't been doing your coffee breaks, 
make them happen at home. If you don't know what a coffee break is, you can pick yours up at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coffee break. And in the episode notes, I'll even drop, Elise and I did a video some time back just sharing what a coffee break looks like. But get on it. There's no time better than now to be working together in your emotional intimacy, especially around these areas. Because I think when we look at our work dynamics, we're going to be talking about finances. We're going to be talking about our sexual intimacy and those needs. We're going to be talking about, you know, how are we going to turn this stuff off? Mm -hmm. For us, for Elise and I, I mean, we finally got to a place where it's just sort of like, you know what? Five o'clock runs around, six o'clock, and it's like, shut the doors. It's done. Like, we're going to have dinner together. We're going to sit down lately for Elise and I, and we typically don't do this, but I'm glad we are more and more is we do sit down and we watch some TV together and we we're finding shows that we enjoy together. And we're just sitting down having these cool conversations that we've, that we haven't had in the past. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're, we, we found that like, you know what, for us, we had to have the conversation of like, where is that time? And, and is it like Elisa said, is it fluid? Yeah. Sometimes it is. Sometimes I'm working until seven o'clock, right? Till until when dinner is ready, maybe because there are deadlines that need to get met. Mm-hmm. And I got to get done. So emotional intimacy, man, you cannot bottle this up. You cannot be afraid to talk to your spouse about something for fear of we're not going to get along or we're not going to get on the same page. Well, if you don't ever have the conversation, you're never going to be able to get on the same page. It might be the first one to get you moving. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to, you're going to talk about what are the kids needs? Mm-hmm. Sure. And about the guilt that you're feeling around juggling working kids. And a lot of you are feeling a a tremendous amount of guilt Mm -hmm. about not, you know, being home with your kids and having to be their teacher, but also not being able to give them the attention that they need when your boss, your company is like, no, I need you now. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs you now. So what can I do in these moments? What do you need to be doing in that moment? Do you need to pray in that moment? Do, Do you need to honestly just go, God, I need strength right now. I need guidance right now. Do you need to start setting up a routine in your own life right now that allows you to get a ton of stuff done in the morning before anybody even moves? And for some of you, that may be really early because I understand kids are up and they're moving. So maybe you're doing it during nap time, but you have a time when you're spending, you know, you're in the word, you're reading, you're journaling. Maybe you're doing some exercise, you're moving because it, it allows you to get to a place of going, Okay, I can handle this day. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to make it through. You are going to make it through. Believe me, you, you are. It's just how are you going to get through it is going to be best and up to you. You're going to have to change some things maybe that you didn't think were possible. But guess what? You can do it. You know, connect, you guys. Mm-hmm. I, I find it so interesting. So many people are like, well... All this is going on. I got it. So are we. And yet we're finding ways. Can you get for a walk and talk? You know, again, can you take out and go do a coffee break in your backyard? Make the time for one another. Schedule yourselves in your calendars, even in these times. It's vital. Can you go for a drive? Go buy a Starbucks, go through the drive through pick up a drink and just go for a 20 minute drive. Hang out like that. 
spend that time together because I really believe when we do that, the work dynamic begins to, to flow. And I will say this for many, many years, I worked outside of the home. My business was, I worked out of the house. That's where I went out to dealerships. I went to body shops. I went, I left the home come January. I sold that business. Actually, I sold that business in September, October. I made the transition January. I was done home working with Elisa. Now, guess what? That time frame of being able to work outside the home as long as I had to then jump into the house and be like, oh my goodness, what's going on around here? It has taken us months to get to that place of like, okay, we got we got some flow going on. So if, if you've only been here, been at this for a month or so, realize there's, there's a bit of a flow that's gonna happen for you guys. And that you can continue to work and we're still working hours. It's still fluid and moving and, and new systems that we're trying to put in place. So we can connect with one another and yet still get that work done. Mm -hmm. Even with the kids and what they're doing and all of that nature, we're, we're, we're still working through it. And yet I think we found a little bit of a groove here in the last couple of weeks, few weeks for us. And, you know, the reality is that the work situation looks different for each and every one of you. So it's stepping into that coffee and maybe you do a whole coffee break. Like Tony was saying, you know, bring out your coffee break. Maybe you do a whole one fixed around work. Mm. And you just say, you know what, we need to talk about what this is going to look like. We need to talk about what it is looking like. We need to talk about what's working, what's not working. You know, look at that time to just say, this is just a strategy meeting. This mm -hmm. is a marriage strategy meeting to figure out this one area of our marriage so that we can both have a voice. We can both have something to say. We can talk about the dynamic. We can talk about the kids. We can talk about, you know, tech and Wi-Fi and all those kinds of things. We can talk about the other stuff that also needs to get done around our house. But doing that so that you do foster that emotional intimacy. I mean, we said at the very beginning of this series, you know, three weeks ago now, four weeks ago now, that the whole purpose of this series was to bring the one family out stronger on the other side. Mm -hmm. We are not going to be couples. If you, if you are listening to the show, we are not going to be couples that are going to go through this, throw up our hands and say, well, that was just crap for however long. And we've completely fallen apart. No, we're doing the, this series in particular to say, what can we do so when we all get to emerge out of our homes and, you know, see the sunlight and all that kind of good stuff, that the people are looking at the couples in the one family going, what the heck did you guys do? Because you seem stronger. You've navigated these things. You've got better connection, better intimacy, time with your, like you figured it out. And you, know, you can look at them and you can put a little smile on your face and go, we're still a work in progress because Tony and I are still a work in progress. But yeah, we did figure out the work dynamic and we figured out introverts and extroverts. We figured these things out. That's why we're doing the series. Don't just, you know, finish the show and be like, well, that was nice. Do something with it. Have the conversation this week on your work dynamic in your marriage, how the two of you can make it better and how you can get on the same team in regard to it. Yeah. And one last thing, if you are struggling, do not, do not hesitate to reach out to someone for help. If you need help with that emotional intimacy and getting that conversation started, I would suggest you check out Coaching with Elisa. You can do that at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. You would be amazed at what one, two, maybe three sessions can do to unlock you so you guys can go through this. You can get through this and be stronger on the other end. You guys got this. Work dynamics are going to happen within a pandemic and they're going to happen outside of a pandemic. 
We are, we are working. We are working. We're living. And how are we going to be doing this work-life alignment for many years to come? Take the time now. Take the time now to get a jump start on it, to make a to make a, an effort, to make a change that allows the two of you to go, you know what? We learned something in that moment. We learned something in that time about one another, and we got stronger through that. Have your guys a fantastic week, and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.